Hi, you're listening to the Moving Beyond Trauma Project. Thanks for dropping in with us. Our podcast series is Spiritual Conversations and Trauma Healing. We share about trauma intelligence through the awareness of the Theta Healing Technique, a non-dualistic healing modality. Gratitude for being here with us. Hi, everyone. I'm Judy Dragon. I'm a Theta Healer. And I'm Debbie Zeitz. And we're here to discuss today about, um, in our conversations, about disclosure or not which is a pretty big topic. We're gonna gear it more to what happens in abuse issues because the world right now is going through huge disclosures and it's very shocking for many people to hear things they never heard before, which is very similar to what happens when we share our truths with others. And so Debbie and I kind of, we're feeling into that and you know what's it like for both of us in having gone through disclosure what is disclosure and um how is it maybe different from what people call confrontation so we want to just speak to that Debbie you want to say anything about this aspect of it I'm just that I think that it's really an important topic and that We each have our own level of comfort on what, if anything, gets disclosed about um, past traumas, current traumas. Um, Some people are much more open than others. And that we each just need to think about and reflect what our comfort level is and how that works for us in our healing journey. Agreed. It's a very personal thing. You do not need to disclose um, on a, say, for instance, a family level. It's not necessarily as part of the healing, but it is very freeing when the person's ready to what I call truth sharing. So for me, truth sharing is different than confrontation. If you take a moment and just feel into the energy, truth sharing is kind of, you're bringing your strength and what your experiences have been forward and sharing that with someone else that you either trust or you feel it's important that they hear it and of what or how they might've affected your experiences. A confrontation for me is, feeling backed against a wall, um, a defensive position um, where there's not a lot of room to actually come back and participate in the um, conversation or the dialogue. And so to me, it feels really different. What about for you, Debbie? Um, I agree, I agree. Okay. I was just thinking about an experience where I had told somebody um, a very, very, very small piece of my trauma history. And looking back on it, I feel like I was almost bullied into disclosing and without getting into a lot of detail, it might be hard to explain the circumstance. Um, but I ended up sharing something because I 
felt confronted and then have felt a little bit uncomfortable ever since. And I could tell that the person that I shared with, it did give them deeper understanding on why something was a trigger for me, but it was also, I don't even want to say minimized, but looked on as an excuse and they didn't truly understand the reason why I had shared in the first place. Yeah. That really makes sense. So what I'm understanding is they didn't hold it sacred. They didn't get what you were uh, saying and how it was connected to the way you had acted or was with them. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Yes. Okay. So yeah, when it's not held sacred, it can be quite scary. It can be extremely vulnerable. Um, I've, I've done a lot of true sharing over the years and I've blogged about it. And one of the things, you know, you were talking about being kind of bullied into it. So many years ago, I had an experience where I was on the speaker's bureau. This was in the early nineties. And this speaker's bureau was connected to some very big name TV shows at the time. So, you know, you've probably heard of like Geraldo and stuff. It was very different in those, those times than it is now. And so that wasn't the show or anything like that, but I was contacted by a producer of a pretty big show and they asked if I wanted to be on their TV program, you know, to talk about the trauma that I had lived through. And just to say at that time, I only had like three or four years of memories and you're going like only, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, that that's because the story was pretty broad. And so I was very um, open to doing that until they told me that they wanted me to bring my perpetrator, one of my perpetrators on the show so I could confront him. My mouth, even in my state of dissociation, because I, at the time, had a dissociative disordering, I, I knew that would not be a good idea. And I realized that they would have used that as a PR piece, and they cared little about my feelings, my vulnerability, how that would have possibly set me up in an extremely dangerous position. Those are some of the things in which I learned to, when I work with my clients, to ask them these more detailed questions so they can evaluate, does it feel comfortable telling my family certain things? Does it feel supportive to me? So I go through a whole list of questions um, before, you know, they might share something that puts them in a spot or makes them feel bullied or doesn't have them in their emotional stability. So did you know about that story, Debbie? Did I ever share that with you before? Yeah, I've heard. I've heard about that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in a sense, it's similar in. I could have been bullied into it in a sense because she did kept saying things over and over again to me to try to get me on the show and I wouldn't, I wouldn't go for it. Um, and there can be other levels of uh, true sharing too. 
I have, um, you know, I've disclosed to my family many, many years ago. And for me, it was a very powerful piece. I had, I had 50 people praying for me at the time and it was scarier than hell. So, you know, would I do it again? Probably not in the same way. And I have, and a lot of times disclosure occurs in pieces because we don't know what we don't know. So, you know, as things come up, the person has to feel into, am I ready to tell this level? Does it matter if I tell this level? Will it be held sacredly if I share it? And so, you know, what comes up for you, Debbie? Um, I, I guess uh, thinking through all that and in, you know, as far as our title is disclosure or not, I very much sit in the or not category of things. There are very few people that I have um, told that I have any trauma at all. It's kind of funny between family and friends, they know that I work with the Moving Beyond Trauma Project and no, nobody's actually even asked any questions around that, which is wow. very, very interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Um, how you're drawn to that. And, you know, I'm really okay with that. Um, I've really felt into the reasons why I have chosen to not disclose, not to share my truth. And a lot of it comes back to me being on my healing journey path and um, them on a different path. And they're responsible for their own healing in a lot of cases. Um, there could be shared trauma on this that they um, are unaware of or not willing to um, discuss. And I've just made the choice to not get into old patterns where I would be trying to be made wrong for right. what I know is my truth. And um, I guess I'm okay with it being that way. And if they ever came to ask me a question or they wanted to talk about it in a very open and curious, curious manner to help them on their healing journey, I would not be opposed. But to me, um, anybody that I could think to disclose to, um, it would be to me more of a confrontation where it would be trying to use, um, either to be disbelieved, to make me wrong, to do whatever. And I don't, I've come to the coast. I don't need anybody else's validation for what I know to be my truth. Mm -hmm. And so I have just um, at this point chosen not to, because I'm able to go along my healing journey without that. And in fact, in some cases, it might even be a hindrance, if that makes any kind of sense. Total makes sense. Like I said, and we said before, it's a very private decision. And all factors have to be weighed. Um, you know, one of the things in disclosure is, would it be dangerous? So if I went public at this point in time on some of the things that I went through, it could be dangerous to people that, are, that I'm very close to, you know, members of my family and stuff like that. So I choose not to do that. You know, I'll, I'll go to certain levels because there's like this burning fire in, in me to say what really occurred, but I can say it in a way that doesn't give too many details. 
And that's worked for me because I've blogged it that way. Um, you know, publicly, uh, back in the 90s, late 90s, I wrote another book with seven other women. And it was on um, the story of integration of dissociative identity disorder, which I now call disordering. And um, I don't like to pathological, pathological uh, terms. I'd like to pull it out of that and so that it brings it into more healing. And so at the time I was sharing with people in my dance community, the book, and obviously they figured out that I was one of the people in it, though I used a different name in the book. And I had um, merged all the personalities that I had at the time and wrote a book with other women about that. And so in introducing that information, um, one of the dancers came up to me and he started teasing me about it with such what I call ignorant statements such as, oh, are you still whole? Stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, you know, such a dishonoring to the process of healing such a, a big piece. And, um, you know, the, a lot of emotions came up. So I hadn't seen that man in a long, long time. And a few years ago, he sat next to me at a dance and he turns to me and he goes, so are you still whole? And I turned around and I said, are you still whole? And he looked at me and he got all flustered. And I said, why are you flustered? What kind of question is that to ask me? Perhaps you might wanna understand why I would even have that kind of uh, disordering. Did you ever ask me that? And he looked at me and he could tell I was taking my power. And he said, no. I said, Do you, are you even interested? And he said, yeah. And I said, are you sure? Are you really sure you're interested? And he said, yes, I am. And so I kind of felt into it for a minute. And then I said, I was trafficked. And he put his head down and he couldn't even look at me. And he said, I'm so sorry that happened to you. That worked for me. That was a true sharing that was really important for me to stand up in the truth, not to feel shamed for something so sacred that I went through. So, you know, I guess it just takes certain instances where I'm gonna stand up and take charge um, of my truth in that way. And, um, you know, when you write books, when you have a platform, you start to be more public and people have a lot of opinions about what your truth is. And in, in essence, it's knowing what's true for you. And like Debbie and I were saying, whether you wanna disclose that either in your family publicly or to yourself, because disclosing your truth to yourself Otherwise, you're living in denial. So, or minimization or negation. And this is at this time on the planetary history, we don't actually have a full choice to be in denial of what our truths are. It's rising from the inside and it's 
a brave and courageous journey. And I just feel like the more that we step in to that courage and bravery and creativity will just expand. That's what's that occurs and has occurred for me. What about for you, Debbie? How do you feel in your healing journey? Um, yes, I absolutely agree with the disclosing to yourself and understanding, you know, that piece of it. Um, and again, for a lot of reasons, some of which you mentioned, some of you haven't, I haven't chosen to go beyond disclosing outside of myself right now, but I do agree um, that as the world shifts and everybody within the world shifts, it's a really important piece to consider and maybe with intention as opposed to, um, I'm trying to think what the opposite was. It's like, you're kind of going through and you're, you're going through the motions, but you're not thinking about why. Oh, spontaneously, you mean. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, so just kind of going on to say, okay, um, yes, in this case, I could disclose, I could step in, like, as you did with Manon, um, you know, share your truth and get him to think about why he was saying that. Um, Or you could say, I don't have the time or energy um, to try and convince or do anything with anybody else. And I'm just going to keep it to myself. And it's really something I think each of us has to decide for themselves. And in any given moment, it could be a different choice. Exactly. Exactly. The circumstances arise and we're in a moment of choice and it's not wrong or right at any given moment because it's coming from where we're at in our growth. So, you know, that's kind of how we both hold it. We invite you to contemplate about this conversation, what comes up for you. We'd love your feedback. We'd love to hear more. We'd love to get other um, people in with conversation with us. So if this is, might be your interest, let us know. We're the Moving Beyond Trauma Project.org. And thank you for your time today. Yes, thank you for being with us. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Spiritual Conversations and Trauma Healing. Your healing really matters to us. If you liked what you heard, share or tell a friend about it. To subscribe to our mailing list, or if you want to join the conversation, you may do so on our webpage, themovingbeyondtraumaproject.org. Until next time, many blessings.